Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Double Deuce. What a long, strange road it's been getting here to episode 392, 389. 391. There you go. 391. I was almost there. I was only one off. Yeah. Uh, very excited. You know what? The the reason that uh, my sound is a little off is because I'm calling on on Zoom. Uh, it's been it's been a hell of a day, Nelson. Yeah. My my uh my my wireless mouse USB thing came apart in my hands, but you had a much more trying day than even that. That's right. I was in Wichita today seeing seeing Jack. Yeah, yeah. Can I tell you a truly Wichita story? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, let me preface this story by saying um, Jack's uh, dad, Chuck, lives in Wichita and has since sort of uh, about 2015. Um, and what happened was we went down to visit him. He's currently in the hospital. Uh, and he, uh, about 2018, he got his truck stolen, right? His red truck stolen Damn. from his house. Professional job, he thought. Uh, so we're driving in. Just driving up to the hospital to see him, and we we pass a red truck, and I'm like, Jack, that looks like your dad's red truck, which we hadn't seen since the since about 2019. And uh, she's like, Oh yeah, but she doesn't really believe it. And then we walk by the truck and we look at the truck, and it's got dents in the same places, right? It's got it's a red truck. It's got a different sort of trailer thing, uh, uh, but the actual truck is pretty much the same. So I went and got the license plate number and the VIN number off the the, the top of the, the, the car. You know, I'm like, I'm yeah. like taking pictures of this truck looking dodgy as fuck in a parking lot of a hospital in Wichita. That we you're in like the parking lot of a, a hospital and not just like driving down the street. So it's like in front of houses. Yeah, no, no, no. This was safely tucked away, but I was pretty sure it being Wichita that any second, like some big dudes were going to come out and like kick my ass for taking pictures of their truck that they stole from my father-in-law. So anyway, he's going to. We don't take kindly to people taking pictures of trucks in these parts, friend. That's the Wichita City motto, but it's in Latin. Mm hmm. Yeah. But uh, anyway, we so I think we found a stolen truck uh, as part of the deal. Um, nice. And then we had to spend the rest of the day in Wichita for our, our sins. Yeah. Were you able to, yeah. like, start a case going or something with the with the Wichita cops? Well, see, that's where it got a little funny because Chuck was like, yeah, because it was from Kingman County was the license plate. And he's like, Kingman County, that's a that's a bad place. The Koch brothers, like, that's where they're from. Like, they know people. If you know somebody there, you can have somebody hurt real bad. And I'm like, <laughs> are you telling me this because you're going to have me hurt? Or are you telling me this because you're going to have them hurt? Or are you telling me this because you're afraid that if you try to get your car back that was stolen, they're going to have you hurt i didn't know which one of those it was i think it's probably it's probably three but it's it's wichita so it's not definitely three and then there was the part of me the dark sinister part that thought well maybe what if maybe he said it got stolen but he actually sold it or something and now he has to scramble to come up with a reason why uh he's he's not actively going to the cops to get it back i don't know did he go to the cops the first in the first place 
Oh no, he's he's Chuck. He doesn't go to the cops. That would probably also make it harder. (laughs) I mean, if if he still got the paperwork, I guess. I don't. I don't know. Although it was probably in the car. Maybe I don't know. I all I know is is that we. I think we found the car he had stolen, and he's not really taking a lot of steps to get it back. But you know, that's just Wichita. Oh man, I think you prefaced that as being like an uplifting Wichita story, or I can't remember the the word you used. And I feel like yeah. it almost was just just like most Wichita stories. It's true. It leaves you with an unsettled feeling in your stomach that's neither good nor bad, but just is like Wichita. There was promise there, and that promise it did not come to pass. You know what they do a lot of in Wichita? Hoedowns. I mean, probably, but that's not what I'm, I'm talking not trying, about. I'm not right trying to in, in, like suggest that there are a bunch of yokels. It's a big, it's a big urban area, but hoedowns are fun. I, I mean, I, have you been to a hoedown? Not in a while. Okay, I mean, I just feel like you're making. I mean, pre-pandemic pretty, certainly. Oh, pre-pandemic certainly. Like you sound like you were a hoedown champion. Well, no, but, you know, I still enjoyed myself at a hoedown, but it's been a while. Yeah. I won't lie. It's been a while. Can I ask you a really pertinent question? Yes. When the electric slide comes on, do you do you have to dance? By law? No, just you by, by the, the, the force Me. of your heart. Yeah. Sometimes. It's, uh, it's, it's, it depends on the, the, the context. Right. It, depe- it depends on the location. Yeah, it, it depends uh, on my blood alcohol content. That's uh, that's that's three uh, factors that really affect most of your decision making, if I'm not yep. mistaken. Yep, all kinds yeah. of stuff. Should I go to yeah. the doctor? Should right. I should I agree to be a witness in this trial? Yes, yes. Again, things that often happen in Wichita. I, I like how we're tying it up in a pretty Wichita package. I think this is the Wichita episode. Yeah. And did you ever say really... what they do, 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 do there, what they do there that isn't hoedowns? Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, man. I got us back on track. Nice job. Uh, I guess I should say that now, right? Um, well, you know, you don't have, it's up to you. I just wanted they to give you shit on walls is what they do. They paint shit on the sides of walls, but it's not all like murals. Cause murals, you know, to my mind are sort of like collages of art. These are more like individual drawings of like their Wichita flag that they've come up with, which looks like it's vaguely offensive to both native Americans and white supremacists. And, you know, other things like, uh, drawings of, cats and kittens and things uh and 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 it's just it's like it's everywhere there's all sorts of painted buildings uh like sides of buildings in wichita not even on buildings that you would think that looks like what building i want to paint the side of like just ordinary make it so that there's less empty space for graffiti or something I mean, I think it's to cover up for the fact that the empty space would remind you that you're in wichita yeah, I love, and also even then, even I feel like someone who really wants to tag up a place, they're not going to worry if there's already like a kitten mural. They'll probably just tag it. They aren't going to think that there's a kitten gang that's going to come after them for destroying the kitten gang tag that's just a, a big painting of a kitten. Well, I that sounds like the attitude of someone who's not familiar with the kitten gangs of Wichita. They're pretty rough. I mean, oh, hella rough, man. How, like, how rough are they like... As far as the state goes and as far as the country goes. 
Well, uh, have you ever heard of the exposed kitten? No. It's a nasty way to die, man. Nasty way to die. What's it entail? Well, basically, like, the leader of the kitten gang, who coincidentally is dressed in a full-scale kitten suit, that's just a thing in Wichita, uh, like, bites you by the back of the neck and, like, shakes you and carries you around for, like, three days until you die of uh, either starvation or dehydration or having to, like, poop or something. It's a nasty you can die of having to poop after only three days. Cannon Wichita. Yikes. Yeah, they don't do they don't do IBSC there. That's not even a thing. It's straight IBSD territory in Wichita. That's science. I'm glad we're getting some science in here because if we're teaching the kids about Wichita, we should as always try to keep a science aspect involved. Did you know that everyone in Wichita is an orphan at heart? Uh, no. Yep, that's Wichita. That's Wichita. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know what the the difference between uh, a hipster and everyone else in Wichita is? What is it? Their Carhartt is covered with hair grease instead of uh, car grease. That's that's Wichita. So they've got a different type of grease there. You're saying? Well, I mean, they've got. All the, like the types that normal folks have, it's just that everyone there is covered in either car oil or hair oil or beard oil, depending. Are like those the only kinds? Yep. There's, did you know that there's no fluoride in Wichita? Like, not just not in the water, but like anywhere. Not even in the, the nationally produced toothpaste that are sold in their markets? So separate, separate toothpaste. Separate toothpaste. Feels like, you know, like you you should be still having to sell the same toothpaste, like, cause that's not even separate, but equal that's separate, but unequal toothpastes. And, uh, it seems like that's, that's just a lawsuit waiting to happen. Well, that's why you're not a Wichita businessman. And I, I am now, I started a business when I was down there and what Wichita. do you sell a new kind of grease, <laughs> the third kind of grease. I call it man grease. I thought you said four, three kinds already. No, just two kinds, but three now with you my said man car and hair and beard. Oh shit, you're clever. You know, you should go into business with me. Together we could own Wichita. I know a lot about Greece. I'm glad. Anyway, my father-in-law is still alive, and we're all really happy about that. And we think we may have found his car, and I made it back from Wichita safe. I did notice though, there's like a weird thing happening, like that I've noticed on the way to Kansas city and on the way to Wichita. And that's like all of the, the rest stops, like the turnpike rest stops. They're all like, for some reason being like, like clearing out all of their kitsch shit. Like they've got it on tables with like 75% off. And it's like, it, it's like you walked into a garage sale instead of uh, like a, a rest stop or a welcome break. And it's, it's a little disconcerting because it's like, why are they, why are they selling all this off? What do they know that we don't know? Right. What do they know that we don't know? They're trying are we to in trouble. They're trying to maintain a lean and Spartan existence in Wichita, just in case. Just in case. I mean, this isn't just Wichita, though. This was in Emporia. Well, 
if the wars happen that the Wichita Owens are keeping it lean for, Emporia is going to be the front lines. So they got to be ready too. That makes sense. I mean, Emporia is a natural like war front. I mean, it's, gonna it's be, already because because they're going to Salina and Emporia are the front lines, but they're going to go import. They're going to go east easterly first because any any good general knows that an army marches on its stomach and that's why you've got to take that hostess factory fast 100 percent. yep yep because you've got to have those donuts soldiers won't fight without powdered donuts in their bellies it's history's taught us that yeah it's like that's how the russians won on the eastern front against the nazis because the nazis ran out of donuts and so right. did the Russians, but they learned to fight without donuts. And that's why we were so scared of communism for so long and kind of still. They would pick up the donuts of dead men who died right in front of them and they would they would carry on. That's yeah. what the Russians did. Yeah, that's what the Russians did. It was an economical form of trying to, you know, barricade your borders against an enemy with your own dead. Yep. Yep, it's true. It's all true. That's just, that's war science. We've done a lot of science in this episode, and I want to just tell everyone who's listening, you're welcome, because this is stuff that they don't teach you in schools. They should. Well, hopefully all the teachers listening are playing these episodes where we do information for the kids, because sometimes we, this whole episode's really been very informational for the kids. So hopefully it's the whole episode. I feel like sometimes we don't get into the lessons until a certain point in the episode. So I feel like then you can just do the excerpt and and let the kids learn that particular smaller lesson. But this is a whole, you could test them on this. Like if you're a teacher, have your kids listen to this episode and then give them a quiz on Wichita. Yeah. And let us know how it goes. Hashtag I quizzed that shit. Uh, DD for double deuce. Um, and then let us know if you're on Twitter anymore. I'm not sure if anyone is because it's a giant gaping cesspool at this point. Uh, yeah, it's just awful. It's worse than it was. And I never liked it. I never liked Twitter. That's what that's uh, you know, I'm, and I'm willing to say it loud and proud. That's brave of you. Yeah. It's not really that brave. I mean, it's not really that brave. Don't sell yourself like, short. That's like saying, like, fuck cancer. It's like, who's going to argue with you? I mean, apart from, like, cancer. Like, yeah. cancer might be like, oh, come on, guys. I'm just I'm just making sure not everybody lives forever. And that's something. But everyone else is going to be like, no, yeah, that's a hot take, buddy. Hate cancer. Good on you. <sighs> that reminds me, James Tate, who's a poet I really like. And he uh, he won the the Pulitzer for poetry back. I don't remember when in the 80s or something or the 90s, whenever. But because uh, he had come up in the 60s and 70s uh, and uh, he was in, being interviewed and they're like, you know, a lot of people these days write a lot of like anti-war type of art, poetry and stuff. And we noticed that's something you don't do. Is there a reason why? And he's like, I don't know. I think it's because all the poems are about how war is bad because war is bad and that gets kind of boring after a while. I don't feel like I have anything to contribute to the idea that war is bad. I feel like the only way to write a a war poem that's interesting is to say war is good. And I don't know how to do that, nor do I want to basically. I'm paraphrasing. (laughs) 
So he's like, so that's why I don't write war poems. Yeah, well, he never he never uh, took hostess at an Emporia war. He might be singing a whole different tune. He might be he might be like, bring me the ho hos of destruction, uh, for I am a poet and let me glorify this this creamy war. With a, I mean, with he's, a he's dead now. Luckily, he doesn't have to, to live to see such times where there, the war comes to the hostess factory. Well, I mean, you say lucky, but is it? I mean, probably. Again, I don't, I don't, I don't think it would be something he would enjoy. I, I didn't mean, know I'm the not... man, but especially as whimsical and fun as his poetry became there in kind of like the late 90s into up till his death which was in the mid to 20 teen teens yeah the mid the mid 20 teens somewhere in there i can't remember exactly when it was but i want to say it was there in in them 20 teens i think i feel like obama was president yeah yeah i feel like we've learned some valuable lessons today we learned about poetry yeah we learned about war we learned about Wichita. Yeah. And donuts. We learned about my father-in-law's car truck that may have been stolen. Mm-hmm. Lots of good lessons. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. we came we came in with some real positive messages, like the fact that we hate cancer. Yes. Yes. And also that we hate Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. I feel and, like I uh, still use it, but it's just not as... It, it's much more now simply for news aggregation. Like a lot of the fun that used to be happening on there is happening less. There's still some, but I feel like usually when I do the little, like I'm going to do my little look through, there's less of the fun stuff. Most days there's usually stuff going on. Also, there's a, a mass shooting at least one a day. It seems like, and that takes up a, a chunk of, of the Twitter uh, feed. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel like I, we can't I, so, blame Twitter for that one exactly. No, that's that's just our, our fucked up society. I have yeah. somehow I, I managed to get I, I have started getting messages from like notifications, push notifications for like conservative people I don't even follow, like fucking Kyle Rittenhouse. I get you follow like, other conservative people. I I think we may have had this conversation because yeah. yeah, there are a few that I kind of follow to keep tabs on, but doesn't matter. Uh, I would say don't follow them. Because I don't get any of that shit, and I don't follow yeah. any conservative people. Well, there you go. There you go. I, I also don't like comment on conservative people's shit, yeah. which is another uh, thing. If you're like engaging with them, it might be more inclined. I feel like maybe I every mean, now and then it'll th- toss like one at me, but it's pretty. Uh, and a lot of times they try to do the more stealth ones. It's like, yeah, here's a young woman, and then you're like, who is this? I don't even know who this is. And if you click on the thing, it's like, oh, they've got like a web show on the Daily Wire. That's that's why they're like, we're going to try to lure you in with, with a young lady and then yeah. let you know that she thinks immigrants should die much later. <laughs> wow, that took a turn. That yeah. took a turn. Wow. I didn't fall for it. Nice try, yeah. Elon Musk. Nice try. But you got to wake up earlier in the morning. If you want to fool Nelson with a with a stealth conservative, I mean, is, it, is, is the rule there that you have to wake up earlier than Nelson? Because because you like to you like to sleep in a little. I mean, you gotta yeah. Or do you have to wake up earlier than you go to sleep? 
here's the thing. I think that's the thing. You got to get up earlier before I go to sleep because that's where I might be more tired, and you might right. be able to. That's that's when you got a better chance to get one on on up over on me, all over me, over over oh, me man. and I, under me and all around me. Wow, that's I'm tired, I that, and I'm like I can't see I can't see what's coming when I'm tired because because sleepy times, but. Yeah. When I when I'm when I'm if I'm doing it like an afternoon perusal, oh man, I'm sharp. I got my yeah. mind knife sharp, and I'm cutting yeah. through, I'm cutting through all your ploys and your guises with my mind I mean, I knife. Think, I think I can speak for all of us when I say we're a little terrified of your mind knife. Well, don't be. I use it for good. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. I I, I appreciate that. Uh, well, I think again, we, uh, you know, I was summarizing all the things we learned and then we just learned about three more things like about your mind knife and, and also about when's the best time to get one over on you. I mean, if somebody was looking to do that, uh, I shouldn't have told them, but at the same time, I feel like there's still, it's still going to be a challenge. That's just like, you're most likely, I think, to get me if I'm sleepy, if I'm sleepy for sleepy time, then that mind, that mind knife is in its sheath. I'm not waving it around all over the place like i do when i'm sharp nice listeners when do you wave your mind knife around and when do you keep it sheathed i I mean i i've i've never really thought about my mind knife to be honest dear god man you're nearly 50 think about your mind knife oh that was a little rough right at the end of the episode like throwing that little 50 thing that was a little rough but I'm just it's been I'm just saying it's been decades without proper mind knife use or maintenance. It's probably dull and rusty by now. Yeah, like a like a uh, like one of those like the knife you find in Zork, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You won't stop There's a single stealth conservative with such a shoddy mind weapon, sir. Well, uh, you told me sharpen your knives, people. Sharpen your knives. Yeah, I mean your mind knives particularly, but your other knives too. You want your other knives to be useful in case the when, when for when the Wichita War comes. That's right. That's we'll right. Keep, we'll you know, keep our stuff, thank you, and we'll use it as a barricade instead of the bodies of the fallen. Because we're anti-Russia. We're we're anti-cancer and anti-Russia, and and anti-Wichita. Yeah, less less anti Wichita than anti cancer and anti Russia. It's oh, probably yeah, I mean, like the things were most like anti, starting from most to to, to lowest of the most. It, I'd say it's cancer, Russia, Wichita, one, two, three. Yeah. Also, that better be the title of the show: Cancer, Russia, Wichita, one, two, three. I feel with my mind knife. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Be careful how you feel it. You don't want to cut yourself. Ooh. Don't cut yourself on your mind knives, kid. I think I just did. I kind of liked it. Oh, no. Oh, God, he's bleeding. Double deuce. Double deuce. We got to get to the hospital. He's cut himself with his mind knife. Double deuce. (laughs) This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. (laughs) Thanks for listening. I don't know how you did, but if you're trying to listen to more, we're everywhere. Libsyn, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, fucking everywhere. That's right. Wherever fine podcasts are made, we'll be there. Also, you can reach out to us on social medias. We're at Double Deuce Pod on Twitter. We're at Double Deuce Podcast on Facebook. And our email is DoubleDeucePod at gmail.com. 
Finally, if you want to support us, get our Patreon on. Patreon.com backslash Double Deuce Pod. Yeah, we got all kinds of stuff on there. We got me talking about things I'm seeing. We got extra minis, that, like the minis you find in the Decaduces. We got Will singing. Or if you want to pay for him not to sing, there is a way to pay for no singing. The world's your oyster. All kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. So much stuff. That's Patreon.com backslash Double Deuce Pod. Yeah! Yeah! Sorry, when you're like, wherever fine podcasts are found, I just kept thinking about that Tom Jones speech at the end of Grapes of Wrath. It's like, whatever, there's a cop beating on a fine podcast. We'll be there. <laughs> Double deuce. Good episode.